you've gone too far Cause you know it don't matter anyway You can rely on the old man's money You can rely on the old man's money It's a bitch girl, but it's gone too far Cause you know it don't matter anyway Say money, but it won't get you too far Get you too far Episode of Hall of Snokes. This is Dan. We got Matt and Chris. Yo, what's going on in the world of Star Wars and Roseanne? All right, well, this isn't Star Wars, but I'll mention it just because it's just I just keep now at this point it's just like a joke that it still like comes up every week on the internet. But uh, there's another fucking article about this Venom shit where like because now that it's become this like ongoing saga, now they. Now they keep asking them over. So now they ask uh, Kevin Feige straight up in person because uh, there's been a lot of, quote, hemming and hawing about it, which I agree is a, a, an accurate description. They straight up said, Spider-Man going to be in these movies. And he said, flat out, no. So <laughs> hopefully that's the end of it. I just had to mention it because, like I said, at this point, it's just become like hilarious that it's still a thing. <laughs> Because it's like every fucking week there's like two or three stores that go, I don't know. Is it gonna, I don't know. Is it going to happen? We don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Know, <laughs> <laughs> right, I think we're back to like square one almost now. Yeah, like pretty like much. Every other week it like goes back and forth though. Like, <laughs> as soon as you think it's all figured out, we're like, oh, no, not quite. Well, you know, it's Sony. You know, they do a lot of dumb shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but anyway, I thought that was that was funny. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Like as far as Star Wars. Oh, so okay. So here's something. It, like, it was like I guess it was kind of news. I saw an article or whatever about how like so apparently Mark Hamill announced it like. Uh, uh, New York Comic Con this year is going to be the last time ever, yeah. ever, he's ever going to, like, meet any fans or sign anything or do any, like, meet and greet kind of shit. And, yeah, I mean, and it just kind of bummed me out a little bit. I never bit heard this, actually. Like, I guess I have to Yeah, I just saw it the other day. No, I'm, I'm um, glad I scooped up those <clears throat> Comic Con tickets now. Yeah, for real. That's the thing. Like, I hope you get to go, man. I hope you get a chance and and, yeah. and go and get to meet him. But that's the thing about it that really sucks is like, it's difficult enough to get tickets to New York Comic Con. You know what I mean? In general, yeah. much less then it's probably even more difficult for those like those small group of people like you that did get tickets. Then it, there's competition yeah, no, no, even no. among that group to, like, get the amount of autographs. Because that's the thing, dude. Like, I was so stoked to try and go and meet him at Celebration. And all that shit sold out so fast. All autographs. And some people kept saying, oh, they'll probably put more up. Yeah, I never no, I feel saw like any more. Like, and there's never any other chance. to be trying to get his autograph. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the thing, dude. It's like, and it's like, 
don't know. Like, that's the thing. Like, you can buy a fucking autograph. But, like, to me, the only reason, like, autograph is cool is if you got to, like, meet the person and they fucking yeah. sign that shit in front of you. Like, it doesn't really mean that much to me to just have an autograph yeah, yeah. that somebody else yeah, I mean, got. Like, you, you, you know just what I mean? Like, that's not the cool part. A couple hundred and get an autograph online. That's, that's something special. Yeah, for real. It's like, the cool part is getting to fucking meet the person. Like, that's what's, that's why the autograph is memorable or whatever. But, I don't know. I guess the thing that bummed me out about it is, like, basically means that I'll never have a fucking chance to do and like I don't know, for instance, okay, Stan Lee, who is fucking what, ninety four now? He was ninety three last year. But okay, so I we got to see him at uh Rose City Comic Con last year and I didn't go and meet him. We still went to his panel, which was cool and we were like, I don't know, second or third row in and, and so that was really cool to see. But like so for instance He's fucking 93, still doing this shit. But he said, you know, he went around and said, okay, this last year is going to be the last whole year that I'm doing this shit. You know what I mean? And he's, like, gave people a chance to know, like, okay, this is coming up. Like, if you want it, you better you better make it a priority to make it to one of these fucking, I don't know, 10 or 15 conventions over the course of this year. Like, I just think it, it kind of sucks that it's, like, all of a sudden, like, oh, shit, it's this last one. And, like... If, did, if did you're not already, if you don't already have tickets, you're kind of fucked. I would assume he's just burnt out, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I can't say I blame him, like, after how many yeah. fucking de- four decades of that shit. Yeah. But at the same time, it just bums me out on a personal, like, I get it. Right, on, yeah. On a personal level, I'm sure it gets fucking exhausting, and I'm sure at a certain point, you're like, okay, yeah. I get it. You like the movie. Yeah, <laughs> like, honestly, I don't, I don't think I would have the capacity to do that either forever, but, like, it just seems very, like, unmarkable. yeah. I also kind of don't necessarily believe that it will be his last time ever. I believe yeah. that at the very least he'll probably take a break, and I don't yeah, blame him for a, that. Like three but or four year hiatus, and then yeah, right. I, I, I'd be surprised, you know, considering that he lives a long time, and you know, another ten, fifteen, twenty years at least. I'd be surprised if it's actually his last thing ever. You know what I mean? But. You never know what could happen, but I, I, it just seems like he's so into doing shit with fans and for fans that I, I, I hope it's not true, but I don't know. Either way, I hope you get a chance to meet him, because that would be yeah. fucking cool. But that's the thing. It sounds like it was difficult enough to get, I, from what it sounds like, from what you were saying, it's tough enough to get tickets to Comic-Con, much less, you know... Like shit, we yeah. got tickets to celebration, but we still couldn't. We all the autographs still sold out so quickly. Like, there's only gonna be a, a like a finite, no, and you know, even more so now that it's supposedly the last one ever. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's all. I I just I, I just kind of bummed me out just because like I'm like fuck, well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, officially, unless he changes his mind in a couple of years, which I wouldn't be surprised if he did, but officially, like, there's no, there's never going to be another chance to do that. And, like, that was something I was, like, super stoked about, hopefully trying to do our celebration. It didn't happen, you know, I thought maybe, right. I, I kept looking for a while before beforehand and, and, you know, up to and during the show to see if they're going to add any more signatures, <laughs> but, I mean, Shit, every time I was over in the autograph area, the line for fucking Mark Hamill was just yeah. insane. If, if like, by, yeah. if, if by that time we have, like, an official, like, logo or, like, something, I'll try to get him to sign it. Yeah, dude, that'd be right. 
Oh, dude, or take your fucking Last Jedi poster or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, that'd that. be like, cool. Brilliant. Yeah, that's... that's I, that, those are, like, yeah. fucking rare as shit. There's, you know, yeah. there's only a few thousand of those. No, I mean, I, I I would think, too, like, though, if he was to, to do another signing and stuff, I feel like Celebration would be kind of the place where he would do it, too. Right. I, I, yeah, that's the thing. To me, it's like if he goes to Celebration, which I'm sure he will do more Celebrations, I'd be surprised if he did. And that was, like, a weird wording about it. They said it would be his last one in America. So, me to me, I was like, oh, does that mean they're going to do, like, a Celebration Europe again at some point? Right. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. they, it, the way it was worded, it didn't necessarily say last one ever, but said last one in America, which is kind of odd. Yeah, it doesn't make too much sense. I mean, like, he's kind of cryptic like that. Yeah, so but whatever. If it means I have to go to another country to meet him, I'll do it. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> uh, exactly what I was saying before. Like, ever since celebration, I'm convinced that every major vacation I have from now on is just going to be revolved around some type of event like right? this. Right, uh, dude. That it might as well. Be. Okay, like here's here's my last two vacations. Uh, I didn't go anywhere for Christmas, but I took a vacation for the Rogue One premiere and drove back to Montana to see that shit with Chris. And then my only other vacation since then was to go to celebration. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i agree that's the only way to do it yep yeah i guess the next week i'm taking my first yeah that'll be the first vacation in six months that was not star wars related so true i mean but you can do your podcast here and it'll be kind of yeah star there you go yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we all always have our reports from the field like chris's <laughs> even though it didn't really <laughs> Well, shit, we tried, you know, like, where, where, yeah, where, where I Actually, do? Chris, did, did you get a phone call? Yeah, you know, I did, but, like, I was like... Oh, okay. shit, all right. it no, was cause... probably during all the shit in the middle of yeah, all the I, shit, I just wanted right? to see yeah. if that actually worked. But... Yeah, and it comes through as, like, an unknown number, too, and I usually don't answer those. So. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, next, next time we'll know. Well... You know, yeah, next time you're at the fucking Miss USA pageant, we'll, we'll get our shit together. All right, we'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, oh, this is, like, totally not a story, but, like, uh, it was funny because it's, like, completely not a story, but it still, like, was a story, which was funny. But, um, <laughs> okay, so, uh, 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 Khaleesi, uh, Amelia Clark, who's in, in, uh, the Han Solo movie, which uh, we'll get to some other shit on that in a second. Uh, this is an interview that she had, and she's quoted to say her character is, quote, I don't know if you guys are ready for this. This is some fucking ground, mind-blowing shit. Her character is, quote, awesome. You're just throwing that kind of news out there with no spoiler. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's a bold claim. It's a bold <laughs> claim to just throw out there, right? Yeah. Oh man, that's what I'm saying. Okay, so there's a, there's a story from Rolling Stone. All right, the quote goes on. It's not just one word. It gets fucking deeper than that. Okay, all I can say is that she's awesome, like legit. That's all I can actually get away with saying. That's, that's some, that's some so, yeah, fucking stop the presses. Good job, Rolling Stone. Thanks for fucking finger Exclusive. on the pulse of Exclusive. the yeah, that was, news here. Dude, tier, you know. tier one uh, journalism there. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, for real. You know, like we hear all this stuff about fake news, but like that's real news. Yeah. That's, that's they're like, they're getting to the bottom of it. Yeah, they're getting into the fucking the important shit that nobody else is doing. I mean, you know, there might be a reason nobody else is doing it, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Anyway, that, I just thought that was silly. Um, what do you guys want to talk about? Some video game shit. Sure. Because last week was so fucking nuts that I just, there wasn't even, like, time for it. Um, but there's been a whole bunch of shit, actually, that came out about this uh, uh, visceral uh, game, visceral developed game that's going to be coming out that uh, Amy Hennig, the person from a bunch of the Uncharted games, is making. Uh, which is weird because, like, there was nothing about it at E3, and supposedly we're not going to hear anything about it for a while yet, but... Uh, uh, but there was a whole bunch of articles from making starwars.net about like little story leaks and different like character details and plot things and what have you. So it's funny cause they like, they haven't, I guess that's what happens at a certain point. If you, if you continue to not fucking release any goddamn information at a certain point, people who work on it are going to like eventually just be like, Hey, here's some. You know what I mean? Like, because it's going to yeah. get out eventually. Like, you, and if you don't just put it out at some point, shit's just going to happen like that. So, um, I don't know. Did you guys get a chance to, have you had a chance to read read some of that shit? I, I saw no. The article, um, I yeah, I didn't really like, comb through the details, but. I've, uh, okay. uh, you know, yeah, go for it. Cool, yeah, I'll run, I'll run real quick. But, I mean, yeah, it sounds really interesting, but I'll, I'll, I'll Save my fucking, my bullshit till the end. Um, so the the code name for this game right now is uh, Project Ragtag. Uh, so a lot of this shit is just like code names, so it's not what their actual names are going to be. Uh, but basically it's set right after, or after A New Hope and right before Empire Strikes Back. Which, to me, it's like, it's cool, but... I don't know. I just want to see some different fucking eras, you know what I mean? Like, they've done yeah. so much in that. Almost every single fucking Marvel comic that they've put out in the last two and some years has been set in that era. And it's like, cool, it's an interesting era, but, like, shit, at least set some shit between Empire and Jedi. Like, even, that's not even that different, but at least it's a little bit, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know, it's cool, it's whatever, I'll fucking... Right, you're gonna play it. You know what I mean? It's just like, <laughs> yeah, oh, obviously. I just like, I would like to see some different shit now and again. I'd like to see some like pre Phantom Menace shit or some fucking post Return of the Jedi shit, which I guess we're getting some with Battlefront too, but I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like, just fucking yeah. mix it up a little bit more. But anyway, I'll, I fucking I, I digress. Uh, um, fucking fireworks are going off. Are you gotta be kidding me, dude? My dog is fucking terrified. I hate this shit. It's the worst fucking week of the year, according to my dog. <sighs> anyway, sorry. Uh, so, yeah, the dude's name, the main character of the game, his code name is Dodger. Uh, it's not, again, it's not like his actual name, but basically just because that, that his code name, because he dodged the Imperial draft, essentially, and like okay. ba- bailed and, and ran away. He's kind of been on the run. Uh, the interesting thing about it is that he's all Alderanian, Alderanian. So in in the 
Princess Leia comics, which I don't know, like got weren't that amazing, but they weren't. I don't, know, I don't think they're all that bad either. Um, basically, the idea is that, like right after uh, uh, A New Hope, that the Empire is trying to hunt down and like exterminate any remaining Alderanians. Alderanians, Alderanians. I don't fucking know. Uh, <laughs> they're just like and so and at the same time princess leia is like running around trying to uh there's somehow there's like a list there's a list of them floating around somewhere and imperials have it and princess leia gets hold of it or whatever and so they're both running around trying to either kill or save all of them uh i don't know it's only like a five issue comic book series or what have you but i thought it was pretty, it was interesting at least and then kind of like, I don't know, whatever, spoilers, it came out like fucking two years ago, so get over it, <laughs> uh, is, uh, they, they actually, they end up using, Leia kind of runs around with this other, uh, female pilot, I can't remember what her name is, uh, there's some cool shit though, like, she goes to Naboo, and she has, like, she goes and walks through, like, where, uh, Darth Maul and Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan fought, and, like, has this weird, like, little, like, force flashback of like oh what the fuck like she, you know what i mean she like feels that fight a little bit like oh there's some interesting shit no yeah i, I, uh, my... I, I thought it was a cool yeah no, I, oh no yeah i was just saying like yeah i that's what like when i was still like in the comic zone of star wars yeah movies. right like uh, yeah like i i definitely fell off too like they definitely kind of yeah. lost me i haven't bought any new, yeah. I, the dark other than the darth maul comics uh which i i think are, are have been pretty good but uh, yeah, other than those, I and that's only because like they finally put it in a different era, and and did some shit. They're putting out a Mace Windu one though, which I'm stoked about. I might check out the Captain Phasma one too, which because it's supposedly supposed to. I, I get a little wary when they say now that like, oh, this comic book is bridging the gap between this movie and that. You know, there was a lot of that fucking bullshit before Force Awakens where they really sold some shit about, like, oh, this book bridges, this young adult novel bridges the gap between fucking six and seven. It's like, and they way oversold it, and it was, like, very underwhelming, like, any of the, like, real connections. So I'm kind of wary of that shit. But, yeah, so it's interesting because this dude is all Iranian. It's after, uh, uh, the destruction of all Iran. Oh, yeah, okay, but so anyway, so towards the end of the Leia comic, um, they end up using, like, uh, parts from the exploded Death Star to create, like, a flotilla. You ever see the movie Titan AE? Yeah. Yeah, I fucking... But anyway, so they have kind of this, like, uh, survivors, like, flotilla in that movie. It's kind of like that, where it's like, the U, which is so it's interesting that so, but that's the whole thing is like you know all their audience survivors like reclaiming, you know, some form of a home by using the fucking destroyed Death Star or whatever. So I thought that was kind of interesting, but um, yeah. So this dude is basically on the run from the Empire, and that uh, he he takes a job for from Jabba the Hutt. Uh, because he needs money to buy himself off of the survivors list of the Alderanian survivors list uh, okay. through some like corrupt Imperials, basically, uh, and then shit pretty much goes haywire and you know kind of starts down this fucking crazy path after he takes 
takes his job with Jabba the Hutt. Um, uh, so here's the interesting part about it. It sounds like uh, it says Dodger is completely capable of taking care of himself and his foes. He's armed with a light whip slash grapple stick and a blaster. His signature move was to activate the light whip slash grapple stick and ensnare his enemies with his left hand and blast them into oblivion with the pistol in his right hand. There are lots of variants <laughs> on these weapons, which means they might just be conceptualized. A lot of other things will be DLC variants to obtain a game. Either way, he uses his, quote, magic lasso and his pistol to stop his enemies cold. Uh, it goes on to say, Dodger and his crew feel very unique overall, and I'm happy we don't have a Dash Rendar situation where Dodger is just Han Solo's variations, backstory and his drive. You stop a catastrophe and solve the murder of his mentor, makes him a good Star Wars hero, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel about that. I'll let you go first, and I'll fucking go. Uh, you know, it's all. I, I guess I don't really have an opinion on it yet. Sounds fine to me, but, like, it's so early in development. There's no way it's going to come out. Yeah. Probably I'm, even close to that. <laughs> I'm a visual learner. I need to kind of see it and all that in front of my eyes and kind of flush it out before I can, like, give a real opinion. Yeah, I mean, it sounds interesting. It sounds like yeah. a good story, yeah, but, like, but, yeah. I guess I would say, like, I'm kind of fucking disappointed from the point of, like, it sounds like we're basically just gonna get, like, Uncharted Star Wars, which, like, cool, but, like, I don't, I don't know. At the end of the day, like, I really don't, like, I, I was hoping this wasn't going to be, like, a really fucking linear experience. You know what I mean? Because, like, I'm sure it'll be really cool and cinematic and fun and whatever. But, like, I don't know how much, like, replay value it's going to have. Like, I want a big fucking open world Star Wars yeah. game. You know what yeah, I mean? I Some think, I kind of, act- I know we talked about it before. Right. But, and that, know, that might be coming at some point, but, like... Yeah, I mean, there's other like, games in development that they're not talking right. about right now. There to, was to be honest, one I'd game love a, that... I'd love an Uncharted in a Star Wars universe, but that's just me. Yeah. I mean, I would, too, but I would, I would... I don't know. I want that other shit. Yeah, first, I get what you're saying. With that, <laughs> and also, right. Also, things fun. like... Uh, things like... Uh, like Skyrim took over six years of development to make. Like, those kind of games yeah, take cool. a long time. And, and I, you know, I'm not, like, that's obviously the fucking dream dream. I don't really expect that. But, like, even something close to that, like, you know, like, uh, I don't fucking know. I, I, it's just, like, wake me up when I can use a fucking lightsaber, I guess, is what I'm trying <laughs> to say. Yeah, hey, there you go. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds really interesting. And the more... Okay, so so that was the very first thing that came out, which was interesting, but I found ultimately disappointing. But, okay, so the next thing that came out, next article, like I said, there's been a surprising amount of shit about this. So it's about his, like, Dodger is a dude, and it's about his, like, partner in crime, basically. Um, they're getting codename Project Ragtag... Um, I'm going to choose to pronounce this as Roby, because it's R-O-B-I-E. And if it was Robbie, there to me, there'd be two Bs. I, I once knew a dog with that name, and, and I chose to pronounce it Roby, because that's what it was spelled like in my brain. So 
I'm gonna pronounce it Roby. Uh, the the uh, suppose it sounds like this is an actual character name, not a code name, but it's Roby Maddox, M A T T O X. Uh, so sounds like she says she's a Roby Maddox is a woman in her early thirties that is Dodger's partner in crime. She's a gunslinger with attitude and one of the only people he can trust. Uh, it says, we can understate her importance to the series being laid out as she's our other main hero. Supposedly, the plan is to have her take center stage in a sequel down the road. I mean, yeah, cool. I hope it's good. But, like, it sounds like they're getting a little fucking ahead. Of, like, they're st- <laughs> if they're still that far away from putting out this game, there sounds like they're getting a, putting the fucking cart before the horse a little bit to start talking about their sequels already. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so, like most heroes in the Star Wars universe, Roby's parents were killed when she was young. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That's yeah. what it says. I didn't... <laughs> <laughs> she grew up an orphan. Oh, this is interesting, but yeah. So she grew up an orphan on 1313 after being taken in by the wandering star crime family. Roby had some weird hang-ups. She didn't like droids. Artificial life creeps her out. She'd be right at home with Wooher at the cantina on Tatooine. This apparently puts her at odds with Doc, Dodger's field medic droid. Um, so most pieces of concept art, Natalie Morales is depicted as playing Roby. I don't know who that is. Uh, we're not sure if, if she's actually playing her or if the artist just liked her look or she was just being considered at one point. Uh, kind of talks about her costume and whatnot. I don't know. I don't find that all that super interesting, so I'm not going to read through all of it because it's like a lot of super intricate detail about pretty boring costume uh anyway so she gets roped into helping dodger when he's hired by job of the hut to kidnap una sable the daughter of a powerful rang underboss uh i guess that's a crime family uh she probably knows it's a bad idea but their friendship puts them into sticky situations they blah blah blah, blah. anyway so I don't know. It sounds interesting. It sounds like it's going to be pretty story driven, which is cool. Like it's like it's cool to get a, a, a more of a game with a, a more of a narrative. But at the same time, like I said, personally, what I want is <laughs> a game with less of a narrative or like still have a narrative, but to have more freedom. And, and like that's what I want is a Star Wars game that you can fucking explore in and like, you know, not just be. Like, as much as I enjoyed, like, The Force Unleashed and it's a fun game, it's like you go from the beginning of the level to the end of right. the level, and you do some cool shit in between, but, like, I want to be able to I, just fucking run around and do whatever the fuck I want. I feel like we they need to make some, like, compromises uh, kind of at Disney as far as, like, because they, they came out a statement, like, basically about, like, Battlefront's, uh, you know, single player is to be treated just like Rogue One was, and like they might reference it later on um, for, for characters or anything like canon, and it's there. Um, or more, one more where you're make kind of doing your own choices and stuff. It's got to kind of have, kind of have to loosen that yeah, grip on it. But but then all you have to fucking do is just say that like, okay, here's the thing. The the way you do that is you just say, okay. The, these main story beats, basically, like the main quest. Okay, sure. Okay, whatever. that's fair. Like yeah. for in Skyrim or whatever, say the main quest is canon. Everything else that happened. Because, for instance, yeah, I don't know, like, because in Battlefront, 
Like, yes, maybe that main story is canon, but is every fucking skirmish and battle that you have and hero versus hero battle, is that shit canon? No. But that's well, no, the multiplayer is like, not canon right, at all. Exactly. But, yeah. but that's what I mean. It's like, so, I don't know. I don't see why you couldn't yeah, just I say... I don't think that's... I don't, yeah, I don't see that as a big issue when it comes to the games. Or, or again, do do what Knights of the Old Republic did and set it fucking 3,000 years in the past or in the future. Just do everything, and yeah. And then I it agree. doesn't matter what's canon. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. There's ways around that shit, in my opinion. And I don't know. I just... and I, I don't fucking know. I just want <laughs> something with a little more freedom, I guess, in... in I agree. Yeah, like an, uh, it, it sounds like it's going to be a fun game. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to shit all over it. I just want something different than what they're making is what it sounds like. But it's all it's all good. <laughs> uh, anyway, so there's a little bit more that just came out. Um, just kind of about the story. Again, like I find the story sounds really compelling and interesting. The game is just not what I want it to be. Uh, and also, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the light whip. It sounds all fucking corny. <laughs> and, like, I know we just saw that shit in, in in Rebels. Like, Sabine has one now. But, like, now, like, yeah, yeah. it's cool because she had one and she's a Mando and they have all these gadgets. Now everybody just starts to fucking have them. I don't know. Like, I don't – I'm not in love with the idea. But I guess if all they're going to give you is a black – I don't know. I feel like it could just be a shooter though but I, again it's like to me i don't i don't fucking understand why they're making this game like i want i i, I do it's just not what i want i <laughs> i need to, i need to move on i gotta, I gotta all right, right. um i guess i can talk about i got um uh jared uh, my buddy uh got into the alpha for battlefront um two and he's been playing it this weekend a little bit and he kind of gave oh, me what? his how, the fuck, how did that happen i didn't know that was a thing yeah yeah, he. I mean, it's for PC. Um, it's PC Alpha. Oh, fuck. Uh, he gets into a lot of that he's shit. He's, shit. He's he's got kind of some PC connections and yeah. um, so he's giving me some some things on it. I mean, he's, he's telling me have it's got it's beautiful. It, I have not. No. Oh, yeah. Um, but he just kind of told me a little bit about it because I'm asking about it. Um, it's a, absolutely gorgeous. But uh, I mean, just as gorgeous as the last one was. But that game was pretty so you know good um it still has a lot of work to do but it's still still well several months away um some of the guns don't quite feel right and it's, it's just multiplayer alpha they don't get any part like of a single player or anything right i'm sure that happens with like yeah i'm sure that's the case with most games when they're that fucking many months away from it. like right. that's why they do the testing right is to fucking figure that shit out so uh, yeah, so he's he's impressed so far with most of it. Um, he's kind of already gotten bored with it. They only got one level, one level, and like not right, even yeah, last, I'm sure when so. you don't have the the full breadth of all of it, it probably it, it wears thin pretty quickly. Uh, yeah, so that's fucking cool though. Is, oh, yeah. is it is it just was it just like the feed level? Yeah, just feed. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, um, that's probably the the only one that they have that amount finished or whatever. Um, yeah, so. That's kind of all I had for video games, really. It's, it's big Star Wars related, anyways. No, it's cool, though. Got a little... Good to know that, they're, that that's a thing. 
Yeah, I mean, there's an open beta coming up. I think you just have, or, uh, you have to reorder the game to get into it, but I don't, I don't think that's for a couple months. Yeah. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> did you guys see that uh, the the picture Ron Howard tweeted out from the Han Solo set? Oh, wasn't it just like him like carrying coffee or something or doing something like that? <laughs> it, was, it was like a shot of the floor and like yeah. his feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> uh, I thought that was funny. Um, oh, do you want to talk about that? Uh, the, uh, the, the cartoon show that there was a trailer for? Did you watch the trailer? Did you see it? I did not yet, but I'll pull it up right now. But you guys can talk about it. Alright, what? Chris, did you see that trailer for the new cartoon show? Yes, I did. Um, What did you think of it? I'm not super convinced. I'm going to watch it. I'm not, like, super convinced. I think it's kind of like... But, you know, I'm going to watch it. not, like, the biggest fan of the animation style anyways. Like... Yeah. I mean, okay, here's what I'll say. I'll preface preface it with this. The reason I say, yeah, the reason I say I'm not super stoked is only only because of the animation style. And the, here's the thing. People who are on the internet, dumb motherfuckers who are on the internet, fucking pissing and moaning and crying about how Star Wars is making a thing and it's all only girl characters are, are the dumbest fucking people on the planet. Like, it's the stupidest fucking argument I've ever heard. And the same shit came up with Force Awakens, same shit came up with Rogue One about how, like, just basically, like, whiny fucking dudes. Just a bunch of whiny yes. dude cunts on fucking internet. Just fucking crying and going, well, how come they get to have representation now? You know what I mean? It's just stupid. Like, oh, cool, yeah. Like, it's you're so fucking oppressed that you only now have six fucking movies with a, a white male lead and, and, like, the fucking seventh with Han Solo again being made right now. You know what I mean? Like, it's the fucking dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. So... Just to preface that with that, that being said, it's cool that they got all these people to do the voices. I just wish they wouldn't kind of wasted on something that looks kind of cheaply made, I guess, is what I would say. Like, it looks, it's really cool. They got fucking uh, Daisy Ridley, Felicity Jones, Lupita Nyong'o. Uh, Ashley Eckstein, Matt Lanter, all this fucking shit, all these people. And, but, I mean, I know it's just like a YouTube show. I get it. But how many fucking billions of dollars do you have, Lucasfilm and Disney and all that? Like, you couldn't have made it look a little bit slick. Yeah. Like, it, to me, it, just, it <laughs> looks kind of choppy. Not... It looks kind of choppy and just kind of, like, cheaply made. It's like, if you're going to fucking... 
Maybe they spent their whole budget on getting all yeah, those people to like come back and do YouTube some voices, but like channel, like yeah, dude, like that's the thing. Like, I I, I just wanted to preface it and make sure nobody thinks I'm hating on it because because of that shit. Cause the fucking dumbest, that's it, like just the stupidest fucking dumb neck box yeah, in the it, world that think that it, shit. It's really it, stupid. That being said, like the show, like the animation quality. Yeah, no, exactly, dude. I like for real. Like I've seen literal YouTube shows with better animation quality. Like Cyanide and Happiness has like yeah. better animation quality with their fucking stick figures. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. So I, I'm gonna watch it, obviously. And it's cool that they have all these people. It's, it's cool to see actually Eckstein back doing like Clone Wars era Ahsoka with Matt Lanter. Like that's fucking rad, dude. I, like. Considering yes. Clone, we're not gonna get in Clone Wars, that's about as close as you're gonna get. And I like the the aesthetic, like I like it just in like still frames. I think that's the the art style and the aesthetic is cool. I like it, but just the way it moves, like it just doesn't look professional. Like I don't know, I'm not a fucking animator, but I can just tell when my eyes think something looks bad. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll have to watch the episode in in full, but. From the, that little, right. I think it comes like... out uh, tomorrow, actually. Alright. I think July 3rd, right? Yeah, so Monday it should be out. We'll have a first review next weekend. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and I think Spider Man comes out between now and next weekend, too, so we can probably talk about that shit, too. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah, so I guess last week, they really had, I don't know, did we talk about, like, all the specific shit about that had come out, about the uh, Han Solo movie, and about, like, kind of the details of, of what happened? Yeah, we did last time a little bit. Did we? Yeah, yeah, I think it got overshadowed by the whole director thing, but. Right, about, like, what happened between the directors and, and Kennedy and the producers and everything. Like, did we get yeah. all that? Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, so. I did, okay, so, okay. So, to not not to, 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 like, relive all that too much, uh, but, uh, uh, okay. I have a, I have a, uh, 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 what do you call it? Um. You know what really chapped my ass? What chapped your ass this time? <laughs> okay, so here we go. Okay. Uh, you know what really chaps my ass? What chapped is... <laughs> Please tell us. <laughs> I know, I can, I can tell you, you. You can't fucking hardly wait to hear. <laughs> um, okay, so here's the thing. Speaking of Han Solo, Han Solo movie. So it came out uh, as part of all that stuff about you know how they how and what happened when they got fired. That um, uh, along with all the other shit that happened basically on set and all the problems they had with the directors and everything, uh, is that Lucasfilm and Kathleen Kennedy and whoever. We're not specifically super pleased with uh, Alden Ehrenreich's performance and that they brought supposedly like well, well into production, brought in an acting coach 
to, uh, I don't know, tighten him up. I don't know what the fuck to do. I gotta say, any acting coach I've ever known is a fucking lunatic, though. Like, so, I don't know how much... Know a lot of acting coaches? Like, no, but, like, I dropped out of film school and I had to take some uh, fucking acting classes and, like, most acting teachers and acting coaches are fucking insane old ladies with, like, long, curly, wild hair who wear, like, giant, like, flowy, uh, like, unitard dress pantsuit things and, like, scream and, like, dance around. Like, most of them are fucking insane. So, if there's anything <laughs> like any of the ones I've ever met, it probably didn't help the situation. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, don't ever take acting classes. Awful. I, right. I didn't want to be an actor. I'm not saying that at all. I, but when you're in film school, you have to take acting for non-majors <laughs> as part of your fucking. Oh, okay. I took I took and, that class oh, at the God. university here. It was an easy A for me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you and I had a different teacher. There you go. <laughs> Maybe Chris, uh, you missed anyway. your call, Chris. Anyway, uh, okay, so, okay. (sighs) Have you guys ever seen, I'm sure you probably have seen it, or at least heard about this fucking guy, Anthony Ingruber? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know that name, Chris? No. No, okay, well, you're lucky. Okay, so, years ago, a couple years at least, there's this dude on the internet and he had, you know, had this video of like these different impressions. And one of them was him doing a, 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 a Han Solo impression from uh, A New Hope, basically, when they meet in the cantina. And like, you know, like, I'll give him fucking props. It's an impressive impression. But like, at the end of the day, like, <laughs> but okay, so that, it kind of blew up on the internet, and 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 so when they announced this movie was coming out, people were a lot of <clears throat> again a lot of dumb, loud motherfuckers, and usually the loudest motherfuckers on the internet are also the dumbest motherfuckers on the internet. Like those things usually seem like they go hand in hand. So by a bunch of dumb, loud motherfuckers on the internet, we're fucking crying forever and ever that Anthony Ingruber. Again, his name just makes me kind of, like, not like him. Just, like, just, like, <laughs> in Gruber. I don't know. It's just a gross noise. Like, you don't want to make, like, that's not a noise. That's not a good noise. In Gruber. In Gruber. Ugh. I just want to fucking vomit <laughs> and shit. I don't know. That's it's like not a pleasant noise. <laughs> that's that's not neither here nor there. You're creating your own YouTube channel. Sometimes the things that I realize that I'm like fixating on as reasons to not like people are completely fucking insane. But at the same time, I, I it doesn't 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 stop me. Um, anyway, that I, I don't really hate him. I just hate the people who love him. <laughs> I guess is what I'm trying to say here. What really chaps? <laughs> What really chaps my ass are annoying Anthony and Gruber fans. Because (laughs) for for, for fucking ever and ever and ever before this movie was announced, all you ever fucking heard on the internet, which, I mean, I hope they gave the dude an audition, like, at the very least, like, whatever. But, you know, 
all you ever fucking heard was, I hope there has to be Anthony and Group. It's like, dude, there's more than one motherfucker out there who could do a fucking impression. Like, what they, I think, yeah. okay, like, so here's my, my point. Like, at the end of the day, you don't need somebody who can do a fucking impression. You need somebody who can, like, embody the the vibe or the spirit or whatever, whatever you want to call it, of that character. And, like, the example I would use is, like, okay, look at you and McGregor and and Obi-Wan and, like, versus Alec Guinness. It's like, yeah, he's not doing a fucking Alec Guinness impression. There's clearly two distinct different voices, like, yes. different different but they feel the same like to me those never felt like two different characters like and for for there were times where i've had like a weird disconnect with equating anakin to darth vader sometimes weirdly rebels helped with that a lot like seeing those episodes with like ahsoka and vader or whatever like that honestly like made even like solidified it more but you know what I mean? Like Obi Wan never felt like two different characters, even though I know those are two different actors in my brain. And I think that's what you need. Like you don't need some motherfucker who can just do a good Alec Guinness impression. If that's what they wanted, that's what they would have done. But like it wouldn't have worked. And like so anyway, I just fucking annoyed me forever and ever because this shit just would not go away. And then they finally <laughs> cast this dude, and they fucking it died down, and it died down. It didn't totally go away, and then it finally stopped, and it finally went away. And for a few months, I didn't hear one dumb motherfucker. On, all the dumb lab motherfuckers were being dumb, quiet motherfuckers, and they weren't saying anything. <laughs> they're like, okay, they're making the movie. It didn't happen. It didn't work. We were loud and dumb, and it didn't work. Okay, all right, whatever. And and then this shit comes out, the fucking directors get fired, and it comes out that they had to hire an acting coach, and and all these dumb loud motherfuckers started murmuring to each other and started getting louder and louder and louder, and then they decided they were going to go on some fucking message boards and write some little fucking angry articles and put out some fucking petitions and, and, and trying to convince Lucasfilm to, to halt production and fire him and the only way to save this movie now is to I literally saw fucking articles and, and, and posts and things saying the only way to save this movie at this point <laughs> is to bring in fucking Anthony Ingruber oh my God. like okay I'll give it he has to my knowledge at least one actual acting credit and like look I get it this kind of like I get why people think this solidifies their argument as to why he should Okay, there's a movie where he plays a young version of Harrison Ford. Like, it's called Age of Something. And he's, like, in the movie, there's flashbacks from Harrison Ford to when he was younger. And this shit came about after and because of his impression video. Cool, whatever. Like, he did, like, that happened. But again, that doesn't mean he has to be and is the only one who could ever play the fucking role. Like, I don't <laughs> care. Like, if he was the best choice, cool. But he clearly wasn't, or they would have picked him. You know what I mean? They know what the fuck they're doing in terms of casting. Like, I don't think that, that, that some fucking dumb piece of shit on the internet actually knows. Like, obviously, they think they know better. But, like, you know, Kathleen Kennedy has made some of the fucking best movies of all time. So, and Lawrence Kasdan has written some of the best fucking movies of all time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like they they know what the fucking they're doing. So, I don't know. Again, it's it's not that 
it's a very small portion of people, I think. But again, it's like they're the fucking yeah. loudest people. They're just so it's just so stupid. And again, it's like, yeah, he's a good impressionist. But like, holy fucking shit, I thought we were done with having to ever hear that fucking name again. And like, I just like I just couldn't even believe it when I fucking heard that shit again this week. I was like, oh, my God, you've got to be fucking kidding. like, how is this happening again? Like, this movie is almost done with being filming. Like, how is this happening? <laughs> well. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the loudest, dumbest motherfuckers that it's just... Well, that's right, yeah, that's... Usually, usually that's the dumbest just... motherfuckers are the loudest, and vice versa. Yeah, that's... I don't know, I'm pretty loud, so that doesn't really help my argument. That's true, he is a very, he is a very loud person. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I, I, I just love the train of thought, I was like, oh, if we got Anthony and Cooper, like, the guy who did, like, YouTube like, Yeah, he'll just fucking swoop in, and and he made a YouTube him. video, he'll swoop in and save he'll this movie, direct, fuck Ron Howard. He'll direct the movie, too, like... <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. Uh, 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 it's like, like fucking a. Like, are we ever gonna be at a point where we don't have to fucking hear that shit again? No, I mean that's yeah. like that's just that's the bad thing about the internet, you know. Good comes with the bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I guess that's true. It's like that's a good thing is that it gives everybody a voice, but it's the bad thing that it gives everybody a voice. Yeah, every voice, right? Dumb motherfuckers I mean... who you, who you don't want to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I could really talk, but. Anyway, I don't know. That's all I got. Yeah. Uh, any other news out there? Anything you wanted to go over? Uh, it was kind of it was kind of a slow week compared to. Yeah. Other weeks for yeah, sure. Yeah, nothing, nothing too much. Oh, there's, there's a new episode of that. I don't know if you guys have watched the first one, but um, uh, James Arnold Taylor, who does uh, Obi Wan from the Clone Wars, uh, he put out a new episode of his his like, I guess it's a talk uh, kind talk of Clone thing. Wars okay. conversation, uh, where he sits down with Jim Cummings, who does Hondo. But he's also, like, a million other people. Like, he's all these, like, Wayne Pooh voices and, like, uh, Darkwing Duck and all this shit. Like, he's a crazy voice actor. But, yeah, I don't know. It's cool. It's interesting. It's definitely worth watching if you like the clone. Yeah, I'd have to check that out. Yeah, definitely. Oh, and, and, and my boy Joe Hogan also continues to do all the artwork. Like, that's a cool thing. Like, you know, like, as they, like, talk through their conversation, they'll, you know, talk about different scenes from different episodes and then like they'll intercut it with uh like art that joe did of like those characters in that scene and i don't know it's just really fucking cool like, he just does really good shit sounds good check it out there everybody uh, but yeah so that's 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 about all i had for any kind of star wars stuff Right. Yeah, I don't got anything. Yeah, want to wrap this up with some ro- Rosie? Do it. Do it. All right.
episode i was like kind of like googling the world i was like oh, okay it's just like a something to do with the episode but as far as the episode goes we got three major plot points i guess there's the uh the rummage sale uh there's jackie and booker more shenanigans there and then darlene trying to forge her uh, report card <laughs> so, so yeah not, nothing too crazy but a lot of, a lot of yeah, games, dude, I, funny I, I really like this episode. Yeah, though, like, I, a lot. There's, there's, there's two things that made it for me. Um, I guess we'll. Do you want to go over the, the synopsis or whatever? Oh, you got it. All right. So uh, you're on a you're on a roll. All right, I'll 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 stay on that roll. But but basically, it starts out. Uh, Dan and Rosie are talking about getting getting rid of all their shit, and they're kind of having that like bickering back and forth saying like oh. <laughs> I think the one joke is like D- Dan like uh, says like you, you said I could keep one thing and he was talking about the Canoga beer or Kaloga beer cuckoo clock or whatever and he says he wants to keep it and, and Roseanne's like no the thing is you get to keep is me and it's just like oh I want to take the clock so just that funny classic Roseanne between <laughs> Dan and Rosie uh, but then uh Jackie comes in and she's about to go on a date, or she got stood up on a date, another date by uh, Booker. Mister that motherfucker. Mister uh, George. He's such a player, dude. It's like <laughs> he's so, you know, dude, he's so smooth. <laughs> Two timing motherfucker. Yeah. yeah so uh, sorry, she get just... riled up on Jackie's behalf sometimes. Yeah. Fair. But uh, <laughs> this episode also did have a lot of like sexual tension. Between Jackie and Booker, and then uh, the, the best part was, we'll get to the end, but yeah, I would say the <laughs> yeah. stuff at the end is more feral animal yeah. uh, behavior than sexual tension, but we'll get to that. Yeah, but uh, and the the other side story is uh, Becky and uh, Darlene are plotting. Well, Darlene's kind of like the mastermind behind this, but she gets a D on her report card. And, because she gets a D, she's gonna get kicked off the basketball team or, or something. So she's trying to plot with Becky to get straight A's, of course. <laughs> that that was reversed in my head when I said that. I was like, that didn't seem right right to me. <laughs> what? But, what do you mean? The one thing is I feel like dead Becky's kind of an airhead, not really a. <laughs> No, person out there against straight A's. Becky's a fucking straight A student, and Darlene's a dumb shit. Yeah. Uh, I guess, the show uh, you've been watching. 
I, 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 I don't know. I feel like Darlene, maybe she's more like street smarts, I guess. Yeah, she seems she, more, more okay. like the more intelligent this is of why, the sisters. This is why I relate to Darlene so much. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> she's, she's, she's the fucking... She's the she's the the one the 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 fucking uh, brown haired younger sibling who fucks up in school but but has life smarts and has an <laughs> I'm just saying this because I know my brother's gonna be listening to this <laughs> <laughs> who has a fucking Will your Becky is what I'm trying to say. Uh, Sorry, Will. I know. Fucking snooty, blonde, older, overachieving sibling who fucking got straight A's all the time and was always perfect in school and everything. So, like, that's why I I can relate to Darlene. Um, The one thing I found funny about Becky, though, is like, she gives him the bribe so easily. She's like, no, you can't do that. that, Oh, yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not part of this. I get straight A's. I did everything right. (laughs) She's like, a sellout I'll at the end of the day. Allowance. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, she's a mercenary, dude. She's fucking gun for hire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. Oh, I will say. Okay. So here's the thing. A few weeks ago, I was giving Rosie some shit about talking shit about Montana and making like right. hillbilly <laughs> jokes and whatever. You know, I gotta say, uh, I. I can admit, you know, there. Okay, there was a reference about Montana, and it wasn't a hillbilly joke at all. It was. Uh, they were talking. <laughs> they were talking about how Rosie thinks Elvis is still alive. Oh, she goes, in Montana. he's alive. <laughs> he's in Montana. He was See, trying to call so and so from a payphone. I think Matt. I think you've told me before that you know people believe the same thing. Maybe not in Montana. Like, oh yeah, I all the slifers. See, I, yeah. I was actually curious, curious about your guys' take on this because the way I saw it, I, I thought the reason Elvis would be in Montana because it's such like a desolate place that like. I think that's what she was getting at. Yeah. But look, it wasn't a direct shot. Okay. All right. So okay. If, if it might have yeah. been a it might have been a gla- a glancing blow. It might have fucking grazed us, but like it wasn't a direct. It wasn't like. You know, it wasn't like a, uh, she wasn't coming right at us. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she's coming right. at us from the side a little bit. You know what I mean? There's a little bit of shade being thrown there, but, like, it's subtext shade, not, like, overt shade, which I can deal with. But how crazy is it that we're one of the rough 11 episodes in, there's been two references to Montana? <laughs> that is pretty crazy. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, yeah, it's, uh... I don't think there's been any PA references unless I missed one, but... <laughs> nah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe to like a sports team or something. I'd say, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. We're at, wait, hey, we're only 11 episodes in. There's a fucking true. long way to go here, boys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I, I do love uh, John Goodman's Elvis impression. That That's one thing. That <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, pretty yeah. good at that, actually. Okay, yeah. okay, here's another thing that I can relate to in this episode is... is like, here's the thing. I've been, like, obsessed with Elvis since I was a little kid. And so, like, when Elvis comes on, like, <laughs> like sometimes I get into it. And, <laughs> and sometimes people walk in on you when you get real into <laughs> it. And, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes you're going hard in the Elvis impression, and somebody just walks right in the living room on you, and 
you know, like uh, it happens today and in this episode and I, I, I get it. Like I feel, I feel that pain. I feel that awkwardness. I feel the judgment, you know, but he did what you got to do, which is to just ride it out and just double down. You just got to double down because if you act embarrassed, then, then it's all over. You got to double down and you, you just got to, you just got to do it twice as, twice as hard and, and yeah. keep, keep the impression sure. going. So that's 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 uh yeah. I, uh, people can't I make like fun that. of you if you just make fun of yourself. Okay exactly. If you make fun of yourself worse than anyone else, then they just go, oh, that's really sad, and they stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> but yeah. But no, are we, uh, any other? Oh, well, I guess the uh, the final scene. Oh, dude, that to me is the best. The best part of the whole fucking episode. Absolutely. Uh, how does it start? Oh, she grabs his cannon. That's not a euphemism. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also a cigarette lighter. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Actually, yeah, it's an authentic Civil War field piece. And then she picks it up and runs away, and he, call, oh. he calls it a field piece, and he chases her. He's like, put that field piece down. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it reminded me. I don't know why it was just funny. It kind of reminded me of like how of Hank and Breaking Bad. Like they're, they're fucking minerals, not rocks. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, that was funny. But yeah, so then she runs out and like throws this fucking cannon out the door. And then I don't know what does he grab, like curtains or something. Yeah, he, he uh, just, it dumps he... out. A... Or just something, yeah, or curtain. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he he, he straight up dumping out all his yeah, shit. He just on straight the up bed. takes off the curtain rod and like just tosses it out. <laughs> and then yeah, then she grabs her shit off the wall. Oh yeah, it's the eagle, and she starts doing this like, gah, gah, gah. <laughs> and, you know, wing flapping and shit, throws it out, and then oh man, uh. Uh, what else did they fuck? Oh, yeah, he, he a coffee, coffee table. table. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and they, yeah, oh, and then they start shoving the couch into each other. And the whole time, and then like, Dan like, just Dan flips just, the fuck nugget. He's just seething, like. <laughs> yeah, they're just getting more, like, they're getting so fucking pissed off and riled up the whole time. And then he eventually just takes the whole fucking couch, tries to throw it out the door, and then just, like, blocks up the door. And then they just are both sitting there, like, panting and, like, heaving. And then they just, like, run off to the bedroom together. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, that's good shit. Yep. Yeah. So. Not a bad way to end an argument, I guess, right? <laughs> no. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. And then their neighbor fucking calls them up later. Like, they're all laying in bed. Their clothes are all laying everywhere. Like, they're all fucking, you know, they're all done. And, and, uh... They're spent, as you were, <laughs> and uh, and and their neighbor calls them and goes, "Is that your stuff out in the front yard?" And, yeah. <laughs> How much do you want for the coffee table? <laughs> uh, okay. uh, good, good shit. Yeah. No, I I gotta give this episode a nine. Uh, it's yeah, dude, it's a it's a fucking it was a a cracker. 
Yeah. It, a cracker? Is that a... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, sure. It's a cracker. The real... is a ripper of an episode. Ripper. Yeah. No, because, like, what, what I love in, the, in like, this whole series so far is just, like, moments when they're not acting anymore. Like, Roseanne and Dan are just having fun. And that happened, <laughs> yeah, that happened, twice, that happened twice in this episode. One was, like, the uh, old impressionation... And two was the end. Dude, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot yeah. her and Jackie. That yeah, was the other thing Jackie I was going like, to say. Her and Jackie dead. started flipping the fuck out, acting like crazy, like, teenage girls in the 50s, like, for Elvis, you know, like, getting down on their hands and knees, screaming, flailing around, and then he throws their scarf to them, and they start fighting over Like, talk about committing to a fucking yeah, joke. Like, I, I like, like they start, like, that. pulling each other's hair and, like, slamming each other around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, that stuff uh, was not scripted. It was just them, them just having a... Yeah, dude, they fucking went hard in the motherfucking paint on that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was impressed. I, I'm gonna go with like 8.5. I enjoyed it for sure. It's a good one. I'll give not it much. a nine. Yeah. All right. And not not much story wise, but you know what? It's like just a good. Right, but but sometimes some, uh, especially for sitcoms, like sometimes yeah. those are some of the best episodes. Like you know, sometimes they try and hit you with too much story in a sitcom. It's like you know, yeah. it gets a little old. But yeah, no, dude, this episode is fucking great. Yeah, I, I, it was cracking me up the whole way through, and definitely, yeah, like you said, I can relate to Darlene in this episode in <laughs> in a big way. So, <laughs> well. That's another episode. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go on a, out on a fucking limb here and guess that we probably don't have any more reviews here, but I'm gonna go ahead and check anyway. Yeah, last just time for I the fuck of it. Stuck on six, but hey, we got seven. Oh, we got seven. Yeah, all right. So we're only fucking three more away. So three right. more fucking reviews nice. if we get. Well, uh, who was we'll the pick, what was the newest a, one? A winner and. As some motherfucker named Ian. Okay, Lucas. yeah. So, so it's like when we called him out, it worked, huh? There you go. That's what you do. <laughs> Ian the Kef writes, Five stars, a great show for keeping tabs on not just Star Wars, but nerd stuff in general. Witty and informative. Well, I don't know. Let's, let's yeah. not get too fucking I don't know if witty. Witty's kind yeah. of big informative term. Informative is a stretch, too, but we'll, yeah, so, you know, yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> I, oh, oh, very nice. Closes with, I can honestly say this is my favorite podcast ever. Mad props, guys. Now, look, I'm going to say wow. that I really appreciate that, Ian. But I'm also going to go ahead and assume this is the only podcast you've <laughs> ever listened to, if that's true. That's, yeah. That, that's way too much. I hope it's not. I hope you have listened to yeah. all the best ones ever, and you I, just I, decided that this is the best. But something tells me that this is the only one you've ever Which even still, you know, one out of one, still pretty good. But Yeah, that's right. That's still first place. Hey, hey I'll, still, I'll take it. I'll take a first place trophy, even if I was the only competitor. All right. <laughs> that's that's, that's way too I, I can't take it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I tend to I tend to agree more with this other review that says uh, pretty good, but can it just all be Roseanne and no Star Wars? So 
Well, well, we're gonna try to go more in that direction, but again, I've been yeah, we've been kind of like joking about that, but like it's it, it might yeah, happen. It, it might it, it might you become know, real. Gotta do what you gotta do when the new one comes yeah, that, out. That's actually yeah. how we might have to. Well, that's the thing. The, uh, the new Roseanne episode, the uh, reboot, but I think I think that's that's probably the best idea that we've had. Is yeah, we could have like just a like a, a TV review show just specifically for the new ones, and yeah, that's not a bad idea. You know, I like yeah. where your head's at. There we go. <laughs> but anyway, guys, <laughs> please, please, if you want to email us, send in a voicemail, uh, Snooks at gmail.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Holland Snokes. And I'm DarthMat501 on the Twitters. I am Sithifer on Twitter. Yeah? Uh-oh. Yeah. Sounds good, guys. All right, boys.